Hey, welcome back, everybody, to episode number three of Cedric's podcast. On this episode, I will have Jorge Sariego from Boston One Realty Group. He's a broker and a realtor, and we talk a lot about his experience and uh, what he sees trends that he's seeing in the Boston real estate market, and most importantly, his partnership with Ryan Serhant, Matt Leonetti, and so much more. And he also created his own Real Move Summit, which is so exciting. And we also dive deep into NFTs and crypto. So check it out. Jorge, the man, the myth, the legend. Here we go. Hey, what's going on? I'm good, man. How you doing? How are I'm things? Good. You actually said my last name right. Holy shit. Sariego. <laughs> you have no idea how to get that last name butchered up. Oh, I bet. I bet. S- same here, you know. Same here. Yeah. But uh, makes us more unique and, you know, another topic of conversation, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How was your day, man? So far, so good. Still working online. Yeah, of course. Of course. Hey, thanks for doing this. Um, I think we're, we have a lot to provide to our audiences here. So we'll, we'll cover uh, with Jorge tonight a little bit about uh, the current real estate market in Boston. He's going to talk to us about himself a little bit, and then we'll dive deeper into, um, into crypto and NFTs, which everyone wants to talk about. And here, I feel like that's what we hear about every day. Um, so let's let's uh, get right into it. Um, Jorge, just introduce yourself, you know, to, to my audience uh, who doesn't know you. I know you're a broker, but yeah, tell us a, a little more. Yeah, so my name is Jorge Sorego. I'm the broker owner of Boston One Realty Group. I've been in business for approximately 10 years. I opened up my brokerage back in 2018. Um, so we're about to be hitting that four-year mark soon. And um, that's yeah, no, basically, I got in real estate because, you know, I used to renovate so many properties, you know, between 30, 35 properties for um, homebusters. Everybody knows homebusters as we buy ugly houses. So it just went, you know, after renovating so many properties, it just got to me. I was like, and one of the owners was like, you're pretty good at sales. Why don't you just jump in and do real estate? I was like, you know what? Let me do it. Why not? It doesn't hurt. Um, it's another license to have. The more licenses you, you have, the more you're worth. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So um, basically that, you know, flipping properties for them, leading it up to flipping my own properties, to owning my own brokerage, and to be a full-time real estate broker now. Like, that's my passion. Like, I'm not in real estate for so much about the money. It's for the passion, the, you know, the service we provide to clients, especially first-time homeowners. That's the best feeling when somebody, you know, leaves from the rental market into home ownership because you're you know, building your wealth. Absolutely. Are you still doing any uh, any flips? Yeah, we're still doing flips. Uh, my God, my last flip that we did, it's, uh, it's actually closing in two weeks. It's over Evanston. That when, you know, first open house and a couple of multiple offers went over asking, wrapped it up right away. Nice. 
And the best thing is, you know, you know, a real estate agent or broker that you, you know, that can sell it for you, right? <laughs> Yourself. <Yeah. laughs> I, you know, I tend to always put it like under one of the guys from the office as a listing agent too, just because you know, don't want to. I, I personally don't show the property to myself. Yeah. When it's my own flip, that's somebody from the office. I see. I see. Do you have a, a specific region or market that you're focused on, or? I normally do an hour radius from my office. So an hour radius from Beacon Hill. Gotcha. That's, that's where I focus in Massachusetts. And then obviously I have my Rhode Island, my Connecticut, New York license. Um, and I've done business in Rhode Island. I've done business in Connecticut. New York is my next market that I'm hitting starting in 2022. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Um, so speaking about the Boston market, what are some of the trends that, that you're seeing uh, in, in the fall and winter months? Because obviously it's changed quite a bit from six months ago. It's funny. I was talking to, um, I was talking to Serge. Yeah, you know Serge. I was talking to, to Peter K. We were talking the past couple of days and we spoke um, yesterday and today. And uh, everybody's seeing the same market. Like if the properties, if the properties look good and it's priced well, it's going to go right away. It's, you know, it still is a seller's market. Um, I don't, you know, buyers have a little little bit of leeway, but not as much. Um, again, if the property is priced correctly and if it looks good, it's going to fly right out. Yeah. I personally haven't seen any, any issues with appraisal, which is a good thing. Since COVID, that's um, actually... I've seen one yesterday, which is a lake house in town that I that I own with my partner. Um, that one we're selling, and the appraisal came in actually below than when we bought it last year. So oh, wow. we have an issue with the appraisal on that, and they're fixing that whole thing. Um, but other than that, it's um, I see the market being stable for at least another eighteen to twenty-four months. It's yeah. gonna. Yeah, surprise, su surprisingly for me, uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot, it's a good surprise, but a lot of appraisers, appraisals have been coming over asking, you know, recently. Um, I don't know if it was because during the summer, you know, we had, you know, all, all the, um, you know, all, all these like new uh, comps from, from the summer months. And, and now, you know, like those are, a little maybe they sold a bit higher from where the market currently is but for me at least my my buyers have a lot of them have gotten like their appraisals over the purchase price which is yeah. is amazing yeah i've seen that too i got one of my buyers who appraiser came in at 30 over what they bought it for and that was pretty good they're walking in with equity so that's always good to hear yeah yeah absolutely uh someone's asking what market um i've all markets in Boston. Yeah. I mean, South Shore, you know, Metro Boston, South Shore, North Shore. East Boston, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Even, even out to Worcester, like the Worcester market, it's. You know, I got a triple decker out there that we're flipping it. I keep getting offers in the properties I haven't done, and I got a couple offers in, and we're like, you know, if they're gonna buy it as is, yeah, go ahead, just get rid of it. Why not? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Where 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 in Worcester is it? It's um it's probably like I want to say five no probably eight minutes away from Holy Cross. Nice. nice. So it's you know it's uh the most most desirable area of Worcester. That's amazing. Yeah, I I think Worcester will be red hot. I mean, oh the Worcester market's hot. It's yeah. honestly I you know I got I got realtor friends all the way out to the Berkshires and it's like 
Audi, even in the Berkshires, it's ridiculous how those little one hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollar properties are flying off the shelves. Over oh, yeah, yeah those, those are good investments too. Especially oh, yeah. if if you can Airbnb them now in the winter months. Yeah, I got a client of mine who bought sixty five units in in Pittsfield for two point one million dollars. Damn. And the rental market over there, it's like eleven hundred bucks per unit. So he's making good money for the winter. Not, not bad, yeah. <laughs> ah, ah. Not bad. Um, hey, uh, you hosted an awesome summit, a real Thank estate. Um, sorry, a real estate, a real move summit with Ryan Sarhand, Matt Leonetti. Um, well, first, maybe talk to us about you know how you got to establish the relationship with with Ryan Serhant, I mean, it, it's just amazing, you know, like uh, one of our own people here doing it big, you know, partnering with, with Ryan Serhant. And, you know, obviously you've shot so many videos. Just let us in, man. I mean, I, I know so many people ask you about it, but. It's funny. It's, it's honestly, it started with a simple DM and then it was nothing but emailed and being persistent. And then that was prior to his um, select certain course that he came up with, uh, with Kyle Scott, who was basically the president of ventures of um, Serhan. And, you know, that was before then. And then obviously I did the, uh, I'm into really educating yourself, especially in business. Like you yep. always keep learning in order for you to make it bigger than where you are right now. So before, from simple that I actually met Ramita, my business partner on the remove through that course. And then I remember we went, we had dinner with Ryan and I asked her, I was like, Hey, I know you're into the whole pro membership. Cause they got different type of levels of membership. And I asked her, you know, is it worth it? And she was like, her response to me was like, is anything worth a life? I was like, yeah, that's a good one. So it got me, that got me thinking for a little bit. And then Kyle kept following up with me. I was like, all right, whatever. I gave it. So obviously I had my one-on-one -on -one with him. Um, that's how I actually, Got to meet him in person, and then after after that, he probably he has referred me almost thirty million dollars in business between Connecticut and Boston. So you know, from cold, you know, from DMs and cold emailing to getting to know him, and then now it's a like the way I look at Ryan. It's not like the celebrity broker that he is. It's more of a colleague, friend, business business friend. That's amazing, man. I, and it just goes to show the power of social media. I mean, I've, I've oh, met so many people, you know, from the Boston real estate market and, and you know, Boston real estate leaders, uh, just through, just like you said, just through Instagram DMs. And, yeah. And the same thing with Matt. Like, uh, I remember we were talking about when oh, I Oh, Matt Leonetti? Yeah, yeah, we were planning the event and... I was talking, uh, that's when Emily was part of a team where I was talking to her. I was like, hey, let's, let's shoot a DM to Matt. Obviously, he has, what, 30,000 followers or whatever. And we shot a DM. He answered right away. And he was like, dude, who's going to be there? Ryan. He's like, I'm in. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt started real real estate because of Ryan. Uh, so that was, was like idle. So, so they've done podcasts and a couple of videos together, but never met in person until we had the summit here in Boston. The summit? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, he was like, hey, they're like, so on the next summit that we're going to do, we, Matt's going to be in 
Obviously, he's coming back, and then we're also also gonna have Eric from the the broker agent. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. the oh, they're business partners themselves, so uh, that's a little surprise. I'm pretty sure Ramita's in here. She's probably gonna kill me for me spilling the beans, but whatever. Okay. Sorry, Ramita. <laughs> it's just that. <laughs> I won't say anybody else. I promise. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know. I get it. Yeah, no, the power of social media is re it's it's real. It's yeah. you send somebody, you know, even if they're a celebrity, you send them an email or send them a DM. It's you'd be amazed how many people actually will answer you, especially the fact that you treat a, a celebrity like, for example, Ryan, that you, I personally, Ramita and I personally treat him like a a colleague. It's not so much about like, oh my God, you're, you know on TV yeah. or all this and you've done business with all these singers and famous people. It's like, you know, it's the real deal. It's not, and who you actually see him like and everybody who came to the summit who saw him in, in person, that's how he is. He's not, he doesn't fake like in the middle of all this. And when I remember when I asked him, I was like, dude, I told him like in the beginning when I watched the show, cause I, I was not, a, I didn't know the hell he was in 2017. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? So I, I watched the show. I was like, oh, this dude is a prick. Like, you can tell he's a prick. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, hey, yeah, you know, you were my favorite, you know, guy on TV. He was like, yeah, I know. But obviously he had to fake his personality in order to be on the show. But now it's like whoever you see on TV, that's the real him. Yep. So that's a little, a little background how I got to know Ryan. That's awesome. That's awesome. But it, it goes it goes to show about being genuine, being yourself, how, yeah. how far it takes you in, in these relationships. No one wants to be fake, you know, like, I mean, sure, you may, you know, uh, you, you may adjust some some stuff on social media or your your, you know, like the thing, some of the things that you say, you might be more uh, diplomatic, politically correct on some stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, as long as you're genuine and yourself, I think that 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 goes that just goes far. And be authentic. Just be authentic. You know, I personally, you know, a lot of handful of brokers that they try to be something they're not, and that's not the way to do it. Just be yourself. Be authentic. Be who you are. That's going to lead you a long way. Don't yeah. be, don't act like you're uh you're the top of the top in Boston or Massachusetts. It's called, it's called a statewide, like you're the number one broker statewide. Because somebody's always going to be ahead of you. For sure. Yeah, For there's sure. no, con you know, there's no, like the way I look at it and everybody who does business with me is like, you're not my competition. You're my business partner. Like, yep. we're selling the property together. Both of, you know, we have interests in both, in both sides. We're in this together. Like, I help you, you help me. Great relationship, move on to the next. Exactly. Don't burn your bridges because I see a lot of agents burn their bridges, and when they come, I got I got a handful of them that burned bridges with me, and last one, there was an offer coming in, and I, I saw the name. I was like, I told my client, I was like, well, this is what happened with me in, in the past, so you know, it's your choice if you're going to take the offer or not. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, de definitely. It's such a small industry that, that – Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, 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 and and, um, and and that that's why I'm like so careful with my work with the pre-approvals that I do, because it's like you're gonna do a hundred great deals. People will talk about it; they love it. But you do one bad deal, and they'll tell everyone, right? Um, and and one of the things that I love 
is the fact, especially when I know the listing agent, and it's I've helped like so many buyers like get that accepted offer through, just because the listing. I, I'm sure it wasn't the only factor, but me being the 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 loan officer and the listing agent knowing me, I think it made a huge huge difference. Uh, but it just comes to show like it, it's such a small industry. Um, and, and, you know, like, I think presenting yourself as a team to, to, to the client and uh, it, it makes a huge, huge difference. Uh, and yeah. everything goes so smoothly, you know, when every, everybody knows everyone. Yeah. Like, for example, my, I, yeah, I give a perfect example right now. My, um, the flip that's under agreement, it's like the buyer agent. She's like, oh, my God, you're so easy. You're so chill. Like, uh, I, my clients want to go in. Yeah, go ahead. Like, what am I supposed to be like? No, don't go in. No, <laughs> Go if you, if they gotta go measure for their couch, go ahead do it. What's the point? Yep, yep. Hey, so tell us who was the team behind uh, a real a real move summit? So it's you, Ramita, and and our CTO Noah Kohler. He's um he's out of New York. He's out of New York. Nice. Yeah, and then nice. Ramita's out of North Carolina, and then it's myself. Well, obviously, I'm out of Boston. A real move was launched in Boston, so you know technically it's a Boston. Based company, a real move. It's going to be basically the referral system for tomorrow. Um, we're going to be working with the top 20 agents. We're going to start with the Northeast and then we're going to do national before we go on a global span. Um, so basically, it's kind of if you like, if you go to like Facebook and you see lab gold agents, they're like, I'm looking for an agent in call it Hartford, Connecticut. Yep. And there's a list of 40 agents. So what we do, what we're planning to do is eliminate those 40 agents, put the top, call it top 20 from the, from Hartford. They're going to be on this database. We're going to focus not so much on the agents, but we're going to focus on the clients, on the consumer. So the fact that they're going to go in there, have accessibility. So it's got to be app based and also desktop based. So they're going to have accessibility of looking to deal, work with specific agents that have that been it's going to be vetted by us so everybody's gonna you know we're literally going to be calling their past clients we're going to be calling past realtors that they've done business with because your clients can say one thing but nobody's gonna lie when it's on the broker side <laughs> and like what we said what, what do we say um it's like Good you know point. if john smith screw me over in a, in a deal because his client bought a, a card halfway through the process and he didn't educate his client about it. Okay. I got a little, you know, sour taste about it. So then we call it up uh, this, we introduce ourselves and what what are we looking for? Yeah. No, the daddy, I did business with John Smith. He's great. Or no, you know, this is what happened. Uh, Would you recommend him to be in in this program? Uh, No, not really. I wouldn't. Okay. That's enough. Yep. So, it's going to be, you know, and the consumer, like the the seller, the buyer, they're not going to pay a fee. We're going to only have a fee for um, the real estate agents. So we're, you know, we're still working the little fine details about it, but it's um, it should be up and running in, in within the next 30 days. So it sound, sounds like it's something exclusive. You know, it will be kind of like a, you know, by invite type of, type of uh, yeah, community. We're not going to throw it again. We're not going to throw it out there for every single agent in, in the world to be in it. 
It's not going to be a Zello. It's not going to be a Homelight. It's not going to be any of these websites because now we all have had bad experience with them. Yep. I, I personally do not invest any money in Zello because I think it's just a waste of fucking money. Excuse my language, people, but yeah, um, that's just a waste of money. My, me personally, I get all my business offer referrals. Very expensive. They're, they're expensive. You, oh, yeah. Like uh, like my Connecticut office. Uh, you know, I'm in Connecticut, I'm with Nest Seekers, and they literally spend five ten thousand $10,000 a month in Zillow leads, and I tell the broker with them, like, what do you do? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you literally blowing five ten Gs a month on oh, yeah, yeah. leads? And unless unless you get, like, two or three deals, you you won't even break even, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I hear Zillow is just as expensive. I mean, I, I think they're a little cheaper on the lender side, uh, but I hear they're super expensive on the real. Yeah, no, they're they're. I've heard they're pretty pricey. I last time I did any any Zillow ads was probably in two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. So it's been a long time for me that I haven't bought anything off of Zillow just because they're horrible. Yeah. Uh, I know Sandra said, how global are we talking about? Oh, I think she was talking about the Real Move Summit. Yeah. Um, she started probably talking about the, uh, the system. It's going to be global, Sandra. It's going to be um, – now, we're obviously starting with Northeast, and we're going to go nationwide. Then from there, we're going to go to Canada and start going to, like, Europe and everybody. You know, you're global by the whole world, where everybody yeah. comes from, especially now that, you know, the borders are open for – for foreign investors start investing their money again. So that's a, that's a big plus. Absolutely. All right. So you want to, uh, you want us to go to cryptocurrency or an NFTs? Actually, let me ask you a question. Tell me. How's the mortgage? How's the interest rate looking for the, until the end of the year? So, all right. So the past month, it's been like totally like up and down. So it's like one, one week we've gone up to like three, three, one, two, five, even like three and a quarter. Then we drop back down to like two, seven, five briefly. And then, you know, I think now we're back up to like three to three and an eighth, depending obviously credit score, down payment and all that. Um, uh, the, the consensus is that by end of 2022, rate should be around 4%. How true that is, nobody knows. Uh, but with the Fed like uh, starting the tapering program, like tapering the the bond buying program, then you know the expectation is end of 2022 or in 2022 we should start seeing uh, a continuing increase. Uh, we know inflation has been rampant. Yeah, it has. No, the only way to fight inflation or one of the uh, you know one of the best ways to fight inflation is by raising interest rates. So you kind of like slow down the economic growth. Um, although it's not ideal, but you don't want to let inflation go out of control. So if, if inflation continues, the, the Fed may intervene even faster and, and push rates higher artificially yeah. um, for, for that particular reason. Um, and, and yeah, it wasn't that, you know, everyone says, oh, inflation's transitory, and yeah, no. it hasn't really been transitory. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. to stay, it looks like. Yeah, not at all. That's a difference. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, a lot of um, 
a lot of specialists or economists are saying, well, once the, the holiday season is over, you know, people are going to kind of like slow down with the purchasing and it may, you know, like the economic activity may fall a little. So inflation may, may start decreasing, but it hasn't stopped. So I don't see that happening. I, I don't see that. <clears throat> Service buyers are looking right now. They're buying right now. Yeah. Uh, no holidays they're calling and they're making the calls and they're getting pre-approvals or they're calling us for uh, yep. they want properties right away uh, yeah i'm in the perfect boat myself you know i or I, i'm a condo owner here in boston and i literally you know moved to a townhouse because it needed more space especially during covid <laughs> so instead of me buying yeah. i was looking at properties in melton because my focus is to be in melton and I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna spend a million or a million five for a property. Like, I no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, I, I'm no way. I'm qualified, but no, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, it's no. a lot of money. For you're talking about like for a fifteen hundred square foot raised ranch. I was like, no, you create, you're out of your mind. I had one real, I had a real good one. Um, it was seven hundred thousand, but I needed a full gut renovation. I was like, I'm fine with it. I can yep. do the. That's not a problem. But then one of the kids got involved, and they're like, "Yeah, let's test the market." Sold for one three. It is what it is. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll you run for fight a it. year or two. Yeah, you can't fight it. But I mean, it's good to to. This is what I tell my clients too: that hey, yes, even if you know that you're kind of like priced out, still look at the market because you never know what opportunities come to you. Yep. Um, and especially now during like holiday season, some people will take their foot off the the, pedal, uh, the their their foot off the gas pedal and then say, "Oh, I'm I'm just gonna like wait until next spring." Well, if you look now, there may there may be like pockets of opportunities everywhere, yep. even though inventory like sucks. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like bros for friends of mine and even my own clients, like just because it's holiday, don't don't stop. Push yep. your buyers, push, you know, push your sellers, you know, it's people who are serious and buying right now. Yeah. It's like looking at a house on a, on a rainy day, right? I mean, those yep. are probably the best times to shop because no one wants to go out there. Exactly. Only wow. a select few people are going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's talk about cryptocurrencies. Um, I have some notes on here, so if you don't mind, I'm going to read a little bit. Sure. First. Go ahead. Let me look at let me look at my wallet. Huh? Let me look at my crypto wallet. Oh, it's not looking pretty today. Hey, yeah, they, they they dropped a little. I think the whole the whole market dropped. But uh, I purchased last night my my first virtual land uh, from the central land. I think you saw that on on I Instagram. Did see. Yeah, I'm trying to talk to you more about that. We'll definitely talk, and I'm happy to share live too. Uh, but let me let me talk about cryptocurrency. Sure, so cryptocurrency is a digital currency that it's used to buy or sell services, and it uses an online ledger, which is also known as a blockchain or, or referred to as a blockchain. Uh, so in the blockchain, the blockchain is used as a system to record information. And this information is pretty much like stored in a way that it's like impossible to hack, right? It's a decentralized technology and it uses like a peer-to-peer -peer network or like peer-to-peer -peer like many computers, so millions of computers that do this work for the blockchain. 
and that's where the information is managed by all these computers. Now, the, the most appealing thing about cryptocurrency is, is the security of the networks, right? In order for you to like hack a blockchain, you'd have to like hack millions and millions of computers that have done these math problems to, 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 you know, to, to mine, let's say, Bitcoin, right? So it's, it's, almost, it's almost impossible, uh, or it is impossible. Now, uh, important to note, uh, cryptocurrencies are highly speculative, so be very careful. There's more than 13,000 cryptocurrencies out there. It's very easy to start one, but there's so, so much opportunity, right? It's, it's a whole nother ecosystem. It's a whole nother world. It's still brand, brand new. Um, and and there's, there's a lot of money to be made, in my, in my opinion. Uh, it's currently all cryptocurrencies total over $2.5 trillion as of October 22nd. It may be higher or lower now. Um, you may have heard of coins or tokens too, very similar to cryptocurrencies, but they may have, or they may serve a, a different purpose in, uh, you know, so they, they, they could be, let's say their own blockchain or they could have, or they could have their, uh, you know, they could be part of, let's say, uh, another blockchain. So a, a cryptocurrency or, or a token like Polygon, for example, it kind of like works outside of, of Ethereum, but it may have like cheaper fees to operate in, in the Polygon uh, network. They could have a specific use. You could use, for example, I bought my first virtual land in, um, in, in Decentraland and they use MANA. MANA is their token. So in order for me to buy virtual goods inside Decentraland, I need to own MANA token, all right? So did, then, quick question on that one. Um, did you have did you transfer from Ethereum to Mana? Uh, no, because the land that I bought it was being sold in Ethereum in this case. But I did have to transfer my land from my Coinbase wallet, which I purchased it at, to the MetaMask because the Central Land uses MetaMask as a wallet. Coinbase yeah. is not one of their supported ones. Got it. Um, but for a lot of goods, if you're going to buy directly from the Decentraland marketplace, you're going to need MANA only. But now MANA is supported on the, they have a Polygon network and they also, uh, they have a MANA token on the Polygon uh, network or blockchain and one in the Ethereum. So there's two MANAs apparently, or this Polygon one is upcoming. So. Hmm. But um, so to tokens can have a specific use for virtual goods or services inside the game. Um, like I said earlier, fairly easy to create your own tokens. Therefore, be really, really careful in what you invest. Uh, my own story, how I started looking into cryptocurrencies uh, and especially NFTs uh, was uh, when, when Gary Vee, you know, like started uh, talking about his project and um, you know, again, I believe in Gary Vee. I think he's a, a, a phenomenal human being, very smart, has amazing intuition. Um, you know, like look look for those traits or look for who's backing up a cryptocurrency or what's behind it. Uh, see whether there is a community, community backing it up. You know, like look at their Twitter, 
you know, how many followers they have, look at uh, their Discord, if they have a Discord community set up. Uh, these are like things to look for in like uh, cryptocurrencies and, and, um, and, and um, sorry, NFTs. And, and I mean, I'm not a big fan of like Do Doge or Shiba, uh, but if you look at them, <laughs> Yeah, if, if you look, they started up as meme coins, right? And they blew up. Why? Because they have a, a huge community backing them, backing them up. And, and, you know, especially Shiva, I mean, I, I see that the, they have a lot of like plans, what they can do, you know, like the, they have like a, or, or they're planning on a gaming platform. I don't follow them all the time, uh, but it's, it's amazing. So it's like something that started as a joke. Now, you know, it, it, it's like top 10 or top 15, you know, like most valued uh, cryptocurrency by, by market cap. Yeah, last week it was top 10. Um, top 10? Yeah. Yeah, top, last week was top 10. I, I own Chiba. Like, you do? On that ball, yeah. Yeah. I, I had to sell it to buy the center land, but... I, yeah. you know, I basically... I fucked up with Dodge. <laughs> with um, Dodge, yeah. So one of my friends buy Dodge when it was like dumb cheap. And it was the And you didn't buy it yourself? No, I bought some but I'm not gonna say the amount because it's fucking embarrassing. But um I bought little of it and then I was like I was like, Yeah, this shit's I get it, it's meme, it's not gonna go anywhere. And then I completely forgot about it. Damn. And, Started looking and it started going. I seen it in social media. I'm like, hey, let's see my account. I like to share them. Like, shit, it actually, it actually hit sixty one cents. Like, and then I was like, so while my friend's sitting very pretty, I'm over here. Like, <laughs> I I made the worst mistake ever. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. There's so, plenty so of. When I heard about sheep. Like right now, I'm over fifteen hundred percent of profit or sheep so lesson learned yeah yeah i mean i i think again as long as there's like a meaning purpose behind the, the cryptocurrency or behind the nft that's what you want to look for mm -hmm. because it's like what you can do with this uh cryptocurrency like hey maybe one day like i think bitcoin ethereum Litecoin, AMC is now accepting them as method of payment, right? That, that there, so these are things you wanna you wanna look look for, right? Like what kind of utilization it can have in our communities and in our day to day. Oh, and, of course. And Shiba is, is achieving some of that, and I I think it has it has like much much more potential than Doge. Because one one thing about Doge yeah. is that it it, it has like it. It continues producing infinite amount of like shares every day. I think I don't know what is it, hundred thousand shares every day or something. You know, so I'll tell you right now. Um, yeah, it's gonna be like unlimited amounts of it, right? So, well, t today was like uh, today was one hundred ninety three. One hundred ninety three, yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, so. Let's talk about wallets, right? Wallets are super important to cryptocurrencies. There's three types of wallets. Uh, you have a software wallet, you have a hardware wallet, and you also have a custodial wallet, right? So software wallet, this is very common. 
This is what you use uh, to own the NFT. You're given a key phrase, right? A, um, you're given a 12 word key phrase to access your software wallet. It can be in MetaMask, it can be in Coinbase, it can be trust or crypto.com. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the good thing about software wallets, I mean, they're, they're very secure. However, however, if you ever, and you own, you know, you're the owner of, of the crypto. However, if you lose that 12 keyword key phrase. You're never gonna you get it back. Never gonna get back your wallet. You lost your money. Yeah, exactly. Or let's say if you click on a, a fraudulent link that someone says, hey, I'm gonna give you a free uh, NFT, click on, uh, you know, just give me your 12 keywords and I'm gonna airdrop it to you. Most likely that person is just gonna get in there, empty your wallet and, you know, see you later and you're never gonna get that money. So yeah. be very careful, never give your key phrase to anybody out there. But the good thing about software wallets you can transfer money in like seconds for little fees. Uh, you can buy NFTs. Uh, you can, um, uh, you know, you can you can invest in different assets and and you can uh, stake you can stake some of your cryptos uh, to earn more money and earn interest and all these other things. Hard wallets, um, very popular. Ledger, Nano S, and Trezor. Essentially, it's like a USB. You hold it at home anytime, um, anytime that you want to, that you want to make a transaction. So essentially, the, the cryptocurrency is inside that 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 uh, USB. We're calling it a USB, that hard hard wallet. And anytime that you want to sell, buy, or do any transactions, you have to authorize it from that hard wallet. That mm -hmm. you can Again, same thing as the software wallet. If you ever lose it, you're, you're done, your crypto is gone. You know, if you ever forget your key phrase on it or how you log into, into it, you're out of luck, all right? And then, but that's uh, the best thing about hardware wallets is that our hardware wallets is that they're the most secure wallets out there. You own it, it's at home, it's offline, it's off the grid, you know, like you're, you know, you're, you're guaranteed, you know, security. And never take a picture of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> a lot, I, I know somebody who took a picture of it and next morning everything was empty. So. My someone, case. someone hacked their phone? Most likely. Yeah. 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 Crazy. I can say we got a hard, you know, you got a hard, uh, hard wallet. Don't, don't expose it on social media. Because you <laughs> lose your stuff. Yeah, and, and um, another thing about hard wallets, buy them, if you're ever gonna buy them, buy them directly from the website of mm -hmm. whoever issues them, because there's been cases where there've been like resales on Amazon, so someone else must have opened it, used it, known the key phrase, put it back together, resold it on Amazon. Once you went there, they knew your key phrase, they went in, you know, after, you know, like, like, I, I'm not a hacker, I don't know all the ins and outs. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, you know, like, there's, there's fraud going on out there. Oh, yeah, there is. I was gonna, it's, it's good you mentioned that because I was gonna make sure it's how everybody do not buy your hard wallet from Amazon, eBay or Amazon. Yeah, exactly. don't do it. Exactly.
buy directly from the source, ledger or treasure.com or whatever their main website is. So custodial wallets, um, Coinbase has uh, has a custodial wallet, Binance has, has theirs, PayPal, Robinhood. Now Coinbase and Binance, I think you can do a little more things uh, with their custodial wallets. Uh, with PayPal and Robinhood, you, you're like very, very limited it's still a way to get in, invest in crypto. You technically don't own the crypto. The, the key phrase is held by, or, or the, 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 proper, the, the currency is, is, um, is, held by the, um, is held by PayPal or is held by Robinhood or Coinbase. Um, however, it is a good way to start investing in, in, um, in, um, sure. in cryptocurrency and, and yeah, but, but, People argue that oh you're not you don't own it you know you don't have you know maybe it's it's less secure but it, it's still I mean if you don't want to do anything crazy I think custodial wallets are the way to go hey you want to invest a thousand two thousand dollars go on PayPal buy some Bitcoin or whatever you want to buy leave it there and and forget about it if you yeah. want to get if you want to get more if you want to get more uh, fancy custodial and hard wallets are the way to go. Uh, some cryptocurrencies that I'm invested in and and I've you know I'm looking into not investment advice uh, but Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Polygon, Mana, uh, Cardano, Axie Infinity. Uh, there's a lot out there. Uh, like I said, look at the purpose, look at what they're doing, look what what they serve. Um, you know, if, if it's meme coins and all these other ones, just be super careful because chances are you could lose uh, you could lose a lot of money. I don't know if you heard about that Squid Game coin, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's like this guy lost twenty five grand, and apparently when you when you went to buy the coin, it said you can only buy, you cannot sell this coin, and people still kept buying. This guy had invested twenty five grand. And and overnight, it, there was like a, a rug pull, right? They pulled the rug mm -hmm. and, and all the liquidity of, of the coin is gone. Um, and, and yeah, this this guy and I'm sure others, you know, lost like a cumulative of like $5 million in total. Um, it was insane. But yeah, no, long story short, you just do your due diligence. Exactly. When exactly. it comes to meme coin, you just do your due diligence. Exactly. So NFTs, I know I've, I've talked a lot about cryptos, but NFTs are NFTs. So yeah. that's a, the fact that on NFT and real estate is going to be involved real soon. Real soon, it's going to be amazing. I and I'm sure you're you're going to incorporate it with a real move summit and and there's yeah. so all right. So let's let's do my little presentation and and we can we can talk more about it. Ahead. So it's a it's a special kind of crypto asset where each token is unique and they can be bought and sold like any other piece of property, but obviously virtually. So it's it has to do with the um, it has to do with the blockchain, right? It's all about the blockchain. So it's unique and non-interchangeable unit is stored on the blockchain. Uh, Yes, you can say that, oh, well, I can take a screenshot of your NFT and I own your NFT as well. 
Well, yes, you can do that. However, because it's incorporated in the blockchain, it gives the NFT a verified and public proof of ownership, right? So your wallet is the only person that, that owns that particular property. Um, so that, that's like, that's one of the, the big attractions of, um, of NFTs. And I'll talk more about what makes them, you know, so hot and, and, and how they're being used. But sales of NFTs exceeded $2 billion just in Q1 of 2021. So you can see there is hype, but it's real. Uh, there's a lot of money going in uh, and there's, there's a lot of like fascinating things happening uh, with, with NFTs. How they're being used, first and for foremost, dig digital art and collectibles. Uh, people sold in the uh, Christie's, um, Christie's auction earlier this year for $69 million, uh, his, his, uh, his collection. And so here's, here's the deal. All right. What, where you were as an artist before, right? You'd paint something, you'd sell it online, $500. You made $500, done, right? Now you have an opportunity for lifetime royalties going forward, right? You make some, you make this special project like Beeple, you know, like he sold his, his uh, collection for 69 million. Every time Beeple's collection sells, he's going to earn, let's say, 5 or 10% or whatever royalty he has set on that. And this is a game changer, especially for artists. Not only artists, musicians. Um, we're going to look, you know, into games, right? Uh, remember, you know, like you, you had games uh, in Facebook where you were building up your farm and whatnot. Now people are paying money to upgrade their farms, right? And that, that's, that's real money. Or you're spending money to buy virtual real estate. And I, I don't know if you've ever logged into the center land, but there's like, you know, I logged in last night just to like explore and stuff. And there was like an actual soccer game being played, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know how they've, they've programmed it and, and everything, but, and it, it, it's just, it's just, um, fascinating it's my goal um, it, <laughs> it, it it is you you just got to do your research see what's going on it's free to go on the central land to explore um but yeah buying virtual real estate i mean i'm sure there's other programs like the central land um but do your own research the central land was one of the first ones and that's that's why i believed in it and i think you know those parcels because they're limited quantity they're going to be valued a lot of money one day. There's yeah, they're, they're, you bought a piece of plot, right? Yeah, yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what was the price on it? Yeah, thirteen grand. Jesus fucking Christ! Thirteen dollars, and then if you build, if you build on your land, you probably could sell it for easy. Call it, I don't know. Just put a rough number of three hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. It, it depends. You can lease it, right? Let, let, you can lease it. You can build like you literally can build a house on it. You can build a community on it. It's, yeah, it's insane. You, you could charge people to enter your property if you have something cool in there. Yep. Um, again, they they give you like free tools, or you can build your own stuff, or you can have like special programming tools. I mean, 
I, I don't know, all the, the IT guys probably know better, but you can, you can build like own custom stuff and make like crazy shit in there. Yeah. Uh, Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing, but it's also big into music. Uh, I guess music is into NFTs as well. Uh, filming, you know, a lot of type of utilities, but collectible, it's, it's a huge piece of it. You know, you have NBA top shots. They're even selling like highlights of games. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's like so, so much, uh, opportunity in there, but it's just so cool. Right. Let's say you can make your real move summit, right? To be a, you know, NFT only invite, just like Gary Vee is hosting his own conference. And it, it just make, makes it even more exclusive for, for your club. And that NFT that they use to get in, that becomes a collectible, right? When Jorge Sariego is, <laughs> you know, super, you know, famous one day, that NFT will have a lot of value. And, and, and um, you know, the best part about it is it will always stay on the blockchain, on the network. You can't like, you can't like reproduce it. It will be there all the time. Um, you know, like back then you could, you know, you could collect a card or a coin or whatever. Someone could manipulate it and, and remake that, right? Yeah. Now that that, you know, the, the blockchain provides the security for having, you know, that one piece, you know, or whatever. You make 10,000 pieces, 5,000, that's the final number and it's done, right? Yep. All right. So let's talk about how you can buy uh, NFTs. So uh, one of the marketplaces where you can go and buy NFTs, uh, it's directly on OpenSea.io. And... Uh, you know, like you can use Ethereum, you can use, uh, here, let me respond to some of the comments. Hi, Karen. Hey, Nikki. Yes, Hi, I am Albanian. Oh, hey, buddy. You're Albanian too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, yeah, so. You want to get to know Nick. He, uh, he's a good investor. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if I can follow. All right. I followed Nikki. I'll follow up after. Um, so yeah, you can open C.io. There's other websites, but pretty much whatever is available, uh, on the blockchain for sale, uh, it, you, you can see it on there. Uh, be mindful of gas fees. It's not like real gas, but oh, horrible, <laughs> but essentially anytime that, that you're buying something or you're performing a, a major transaction, uh, it, you will pay gas fees. That's why it's not easy to become, let's say, an NFT, you know, artist, right? Because you need to have money, especially in this day that we live in. If you're going to invest in the Ethereum network and post like your own NFT, some days you may pay just, you may pay what, $200, $300 just for, for, uh, for gas fees. So uh, we're working on an NFT and... I just tested. Uh, I just wanted. I was curious. Um, what was the kind of gas price that day? And it was mm -hmm. like hundred bucks. How much? Five hundred dollars. Five hundred. Yeah. 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 And then if you lower the gas fee, it takes you like a week for for you. Yeah. To it it may not even fulfill if if the gas fees are like high enough. Um, what do you? So most likely you were looking into the Ethereum network. 
Mm-hmm. But if you look into another network like Polygon or Cardano, Bitcoin Cash, Solana, Tezos, those are much, much cheaper, but they may not be as, as popular, right? Because if you go and see everything like uh, right now, let me, let me open up my other phone. OpenSea. All right. Like, I, I got I do honestly, Gary Vee, I got to get a kick to this guy. Have you seen this little thing? I'm not sure if people can see it. There you go. Yeah. So, I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. And going for 18 Ethereum, which is $76,627. That's right. That's, That's right. just the doodle of him writing the piece of paper. It, it's it's proprietary, right? You know, you exactly. can't you can't hack it. You know, it, it's it's there forever. The value is gonna keep going on and on. And you can go see him live, right? Next yeah. year, he he announced it in in Minnesota. You know that I own two of those, right? Do you really? I ah, uh, I, I, I I does your wife know about this? Yes. <laughs> if if I am patient to not sell, um, we're we're both gonna go to uh, Minnesota next year. So we're we're super excited. Um, and he's saying he's saying that he's gonna like let his uh, he's gonna try to like meet all like nine thousand people that are gonna be there. Yeah, that's one thing about Gary. I noticed Gary is real. You know, he reminds me. Of, he reminds me of Ryan. Um, that's why they're good friends, actually, because, um, he's real, like, he meets his people. It's like, it's like Ryan, you go out to, you go to Ryan's office in Soho, and if he's there, hey, what's going on? Boom, that's it. Hi, quick, hi, bye, then, and he's off. This is all that's amazing. That's and amazing. Gary's almost the same, same, same exact thing, like, RCTO Noah, he, he met Gary, like, a couple weeks ago. I guess yeah. he sent that location, uh, over Discord. Yep. And- Noah called me like at one thirty in the morning. I was dead asleep, and I heard the phone. I was like, "I'm not gonna answer it." Or like, okay. "It's whatever." I, and then all I, in the morning, I wake up and all I see was a picture of Noah and Gary V together. I'm like, "Ah, okay." I probably missed his FaceTime for a damn reason. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I I almost sold one of them this week. You know, to invest some of that money into the center land. But then um, I sold this other one. I had a World of Women NFT. I bought it for two Ethereum, sold for like 2.5, um, made like three grand, and that money went towards the central land. Um, so I canceled my, my listing for selling my, my V friends. So I think I did good not to sell it. But. Question to you. Back to quick. Yep. Let's do it. I'm a big believer in Ethereum's gonna go up higher than Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, in terms of market value or or market, yeah, market value. Yeah, yeah. I, that is what sixty thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A few months, it's gonna. I think it's gonna surpass sixty thousand. Just because, for example, OpenSea. So you're talking about NFTs. You're talking about virtual real estate. You're talking about Meta. The metaverse is exactly. all run by Ethereum. Exactly. This is cool. Most of it is Ethereum, and, and so now they have a um, they have a proof of work system, right? That's why gas fees are so expensive. One, you know, you've heard about Ethereum 
once they switch to a proof of stake system, which is like mm -hmm. all on and the, it, it's just about, you know, it loses, it uses less energy, right? It's going to be even cheaper to like list, right? So yep. in the next two to three years, once it becomes even cheaper to list on Ethereum, everyone's going to be on the Ethereum because it was kind of like the, the, the first network. Even more people are going to be like posting all their stuff. Yep. Bitcoin, I mean, Bitcoin is like the gold of, you know, of, of okay. cryptocurrencies, you know, like if countries start adopting it like El Salvador did, then yep. it, obviously the value is just going to keep going up. Uh, but there's so much usage of the NFT. There's so much purpose behind it. it I, I can see it like being valued same as, you know, same as um, Bitcoin one day. So... One hundred percent. And for everybody who's who wants to learn a little more about crypto and the blockchain, because nobody pretty much knows what blockchain is, there's um this video, this documentary, and I think it's on yeah it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Crypto Cryptopia, I think it is. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, take a look at it. And basically, it tells you what crypto is, what's the blockchain. It tells you how you know from one blockchain it moves to the other when you make a purchase. And that's basically, you know, and it tells you it goes to some, it goes to Swiss. You go to Switzerland and the, the guy goes to Switzerland to see where the blockchain is made. It's, that's yeah, yeah, no, I see, I seen it. Uh, one of my agents from the office mentioned it to me because honestly, I was not a believer into this stuff. The whole and the metaverse and all this, uh, for a month ago, I was like, what the fuck? are people talking about this is what yeah. you, like what is this crap um a month ago when i went to new york to you know ryan's block for that time 8.9 million dollar townhouse it was based on nft theme and that, that's what's gonna happen that's what's so gonna happen so this it, artist joe bramato he's an nft artist he had a presentation about nft and i literally was there from just learning i'm like it's like, what language are you guys speaking? I'm like, please, somebody speak fucking English to me. Um, so Sean, Sean McPhee, he's like, dude, this is the next world. Like, he's also learning as, as this. Um, so we're literally, like, just learning together. Like, what the fuck? But, you know, this guy, Joel, he had, he did a painting and sold it for six, no, 600 bucks. And off of royalties, he made $6,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and they're like, going to... So I'm like, they're they're going to continue forever. Yeah, so I got back to Boston because I only went to New York for a day. I got back to Boston. And I was like, dude, I got to get into this shit. Like, I got to educate myself about this. Because um, I see how NFT, virtual real estate, metaverse is going to be into, is going to come part of real estate. It's, we like it or not, it's going to be part of it. These, um, these little freaking Oculus glasses, dude. Yep. This, I, I put this on the other day. I was like, what the fuck? It's 100% real. Like, you're literally traveling the world. And you're, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, dude, this <laughs> it's fucking creepy. It's creepy as hell. Like, creepy to where we're going in, but it's literally happening. It's like yeah. this type of stuff that we grew up, you know, we were little growing up, and we're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to have flying cars. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. It, it, it's gonna happen soon enough. Um, 
And I'm Yeah, I give it to Mark Zuckerberg. He his goal in the next three to five years. So on Friday he did a he did a video with um Gary V on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um take a look at that. That's pretty good too. Um and he basically said in three to five years, you're gonna be putting all these Oculus glasses and you're gonna be able to feel a person, you're gonna be able to shake somebody's hand, you're gonna be able to literally be in an office right. like but being home. It's right. Right. But it's and, and, and it makes sense. I think the pandemic kind of sped it up to, you know, like 10, 15 years, 20 years ahead. But not it, it it's time. I mean, and if if Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg is investing billions, you know, like you know that there's going to be opportunity. Yeah. And it, Apple's next. Apple yeah, yeah. Apple's next. I think next year they're coming out with their glasses. Yeah, they they have the ecosystem, right? They have billions of users. So another thing I look at, like the NFT and virtual real estate, it's like perfect example. Uh, my kid's thirteen, nine year old. So I got a basically fourteen. Sorry, he's about to be fourteen, and my daughter's nine. They're into Minecraft and Roblox and all this other stuff. I literally look at them like, "What are you guys doing?" Now that I'm learning about this, now that I'm educating myself about this, it's like they're really teaching these kids the next level of life. Like they build their own town, they build their own property and all this stuff. It, but it's there. No, nobody could go in there unless you give them access. So it's sure. going to be the point that these kids are going to be able to sell their their build in the metaverse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we're, we're in the um, content creation world right now with the YouTubers and the Instagrammers, right? And now we're going to take all of this into the next level, into the metaverse, right? Where not only you're going to have the YouTubes, and, and, but you're going to be able to sell on, on the metaverse, right? Whether it's Decentraland or any other platform out there. And, and, and you know, yes, it, it may like impact life day to day as we mm -hmm. see it, but it, it can be a second reality, right? You know, you want to go in space, but you're technically in your room, but you're wearing some goggles or yep. whatever. Why not do it, right? Not everyone's going to afford to go to space like, like Jeff Bezos, but, you know, <laughs> being able to buy $500 glasses and go to space, why not? Yeah. not bad, right? <laughs> uh, hey, I did it on Sunday. I was like, I, I got to test this. Like, I heard about it. I'm like, all right, let me... I'm not a believer into this stuff. I put it on. I was like, oh, crap. You got a virtual YouTube, too. I'm like, what the hell? It's amazing. Yeah. Like, you literally can pick up a, a ball and destroy it. It's like, wow. It's just like, what the hell are we getting tougher into? But, it's, <laughs> you know, it's the next world. And it's like we have to adapt to it or we're just going to be left behind, especially yeah. when you're in business, like our business, like real estate. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard. There, there, was a, there was a virtual house sold for $512,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now yeah. I stayed in like I, I was like, dude, I I got in contact with the lady who built it. Honestly, I sent her a DM. I'm like, um, yeah, let's five hundred thousand. Yeah, five hundred twelve thousand. Is it on Decentraland too? Nope. Oh, where is it? He built her own platform. Oh, she built her own platform. He own built her own platform. She self self funded the deal, and some guy offered her, you know, five hundred twelve thousand dollars. She sold it. But she didn't not she didn't sell it for profit. She sold it so she could put that money in back into the business to build more virtual estate. Good for her.
Good for so him. basically, in other words, you buy a piece of block, fill the house, that's what you're doing. You're flipping it. So you're, it's virtual flipping online. Yeah. If you want to make it into that type of business. But her point yep. is basically educating people of the metaverse. That's amazing. And I was reading yesterday on Decentraland because I'm still learning a lot, but you could actually take a mortgage out too. There are like tokens that you can take out mortgages to buy <laughs> land on Decentraland. I don't think it's a 30-year term, but even if it's like a 30-day term, that that's like mind-blowing, right? This weekend I heard a guy... He bought his his property, his real house, off his uh, a mortgage off of Bitcoin. Oh yeah, because yeah. he has a lot of Bitcoin, and instead of going to Cedric some, to get some, a mortgage from for a conventional, he got a a Bitcoin loan, and he bought yeah, it. Someone landed it off of his Bitcoin. Yeah. 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 He defaults. They own the Bitcoin. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. I was like. Wow, it's amazing! So I actually got the information about Holland because that's another route I gotta I gotta learn too. It's like at the end of the day, we all have to educate ourselves about the whole crypto NFT. I, I, like I said a month ago, I was not a I was not a believer. I was not a fan until I went to New York. I saw that event, the the launch of the property. I was amazed. Yeah. Now we had it was a six to eight. Yeah, six to eight. The launch, the open house was six to eight, and there was over 155 people. However, uh, those 155 people, 50 people, 50 were realtors. Everybody else were NFT collectors. Amazing. What, were they were they offering any NFTs during yeah. during the launch? Yeah, they were. Oh, so Joel Bermano had the art up. He he does paintings. He had all the art up in the walls, and all the art in the walls are his NFTs. That's amazing. So I'm actually meeting him on Monday. Monday, I got to go back to New York. I'm meeting him because we're going to talk about NFTs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which that leads to where we're planning to do. Right, right. I mean, uh, we're, I mean, it's nothing special yet. We have no announcement yet, but, you know, that there is some plan, you know, to, to have, um, to have some sort of event, but we'll TBD, right? Yep. We have. Yeah, no, no announcement yet, but uh, stay tuned, guys. It's networking event. Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. My um, my NFT journey and crypto journey. I mean, like I said, it was earlier this year. You know, after listening to Gary V, and he said, you know, do like fifty hours of research towards NFT, and even that probably is not going to be enough. That's yeah, not going to be enough because there's so much. You know, there's so much information out there, but, um, you know, like educate yourself. That's the most important thing. Uh, start with small money, you know, start with 500, a thousand dollars, you know, see what gas fees are and, you know, how you lose money from transferring from one wallet to the other or, you know, oh, convert. Another thing that we didn't talk about, it's like, you know, you buy, call it, yeah, no, $500 worth of Ethereum on Coinbase and you transfer it to your wallet. It's like a, they're what, slipping ninety, a hundred dollar fee. They they charge you. Um, I it, it depends. It, it's probably less, but but still, I mean, they they will charge you like a conversion fee, or yeah. they will blame it on the network, right? That that, that they, they'll say Coinbase fee is zero, but then I, I've converted, let's say, a thousand dollars from Litecoin to Mana, 
And then when I have mana, it's like nine, $990, not a thousand. Yeah. Like in a matter of sec So it's like, I just converted. Why did I cool. lose bucks? Well, what like, I've been doing, I've been um, converting from US, USDT into Ethereum. And USDT, yeah. Yeah, USDT. USDT. Ethereum. Oh, USDT, okay. And it's, uh, it's a lower lower fee. Like the med, the nice. minus gas fees are much lower. Nice. Yeah, yeah play, play around. You got to learn the system. You got to work around it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you have to. And, and uh, yeah, be mindful of the fees. But eventually when you start investing into NFTs, invest in like real shit. Invest in people that you know, people that, you know. Don't just, you know, like someone sends you a DM on Instagram that, oh, there's this yeah, hot new project. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like learn about the projects that you're investing in. What was the meaning yeah. behind them? It, it has to be long term, especially if it's like a doodle, right? Like Gary Vee. But he's Gary Vee. So, yeah. You know, everybody knows, you know, Gary Vee's doodles, it's Gary Vee. He, we all know who he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, if I come out with my own doodles, Probably no one's gonna care and no one's gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll no. buy one. If it's price, right. I'll buy one. All right. <laughs> not, not yet, at least. But um, yeah, no, this this was great, man. Um, we'll we'll do it again. Hopefully, we can have a networking event soon enough, either in December or January. That's our goal. Uh, but we want to educate people as much as we can, whether yeah. it. Now, you know, uh, I spoke to a couple of people and. Um, they're, they're, um, sorry, just got a text. No, go ahead. Um, there, I got a couple of New Yorkers that might be coming up. Um, you know, let's find the spot, let's find the place and then get the date and time. And I got a couple of, uh, big timers from New York coming up for, for yeah. this networking event. That's awesome. That's how, that's, that's how we like it. We wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, I you know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you already know me. Go big, go home. That's all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I did. I did ask this guy. Uh, I told you when I spoke to you on the phone. Uh, but he's in Florida. He he's not gonna be here. Um, yeah, he he's done. He's done. You know, some some work for one of the famous football teams. Um, but yeah, he wouldn't be able to make it. But. I don't know. Maybe we can have like a, a projector or something. You know, if we want to invite yeah. someone virtual, right? We yeah, we'll talk about it off. You know, off Instagram and whatnot. Yep. Exactly. All right, Jorge. All right. Wrap it up. Let's do it. Thanks, bro. And then Please. anybody, you know, in one thing again, we're not financial advisors, so yeah, yeah. Everybody, no, do your due diligence, but uh, we are here to help out. Like, exactly. You know. I am profitable in the crypto world, so if anybody needs help, send me a DM and go grab a call or grab a coffee, lunch, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, take take the time to learn, and then the rest is history. I mean, a lot of it is going to fail. Probably 90 95% of it yep. will fail. But those that will remain, the Amazons and the Apples and, and the Ebays of the world, you know, like, are going to stand to make a lot of money, right? Of uh, it, it, it's like it's like investing in Amazon back in 2000, right? This this is the current NFT stage that we're in. That's why I say pick the right projects, pick the right cryptos, pick the right NFTs, because in 10, 15, 20 years, that's what's going to matter. 
because a lot of them are, are just going to fail. I agree 100% on that. All right, brother. All right. Let you Good night. Thank Good you night. so much Thanks for doing this. Not a problem. Anytime, man. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Your support means so much to me. And one way for you to support me is by following this podcast and liking this episode and also by leaving a review. In addition, don't forget to check out my Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at sidrit.veseli for more daily content. If there's anything I can help you with, message me directly on any of my platforms. Thank you and talk to you soon.